Welcome to Life Church. We are an ex 242 community, a family on a mission to bring the life of Jesus to Warrington. We hope you're ready to hear what God has to say to you today through His Word and by His Spirit. In the What Three Words series, and the three words we're looking at are Here I Am. So, whatever I say tonight, just remember the three words Here I Am. Right, has anyone ever seen one of these or know what it is I'm holding up? Or has anyone ever used one? And you might be thinking, but what is it we can't see? Well, what would happen is you would go to work and as you start your job, you would take one of these that has your name on it and you would drop it into a little box and then on your way out, you would put it in again. What is it? It's a, it's a punching-in card, an attendance card. It keeps a record for your boss to let you know when you have arrived in work. And by punching in, you are letting your manager know that, hey, I'm here. I have arrived. And these punching cards are brilliant because they do a few things for your workplace. What they do is they let them know your attendance, they let them know your absent hours. They let, you know, let them know when you're on vacation. They take a record, keep a record of your overtime that you've put in. And even your time allocation breakdown. And whether you use one of these to punch in, whether you log on a computer and digitally log in, whether you say hi to your server team leader at church, whether you poke your head around a staff room door, it's important to, for people to know that we have arrived. But there's a difference turning up to do something. There's a difference between that and making yourself available. Any teacher, any lecturer will tell you that when they take a register at the start of a day, they go through the list, say 30 pupils, and the kids respond with, here, sir, yes, miss, here, here. The teacher will probably can tell you of out of those 30 kids, there are probably five who are there, ready, willing to learn. The other 25, they've turned up. That's great. That's wonderful. They're in the right place but they are not really there to do anything else. They are there to tick a box. They have done it. They've arrived. They're at school. They're at college. But about five people will be like, yeah, I'm here. What are you going to teach me today? What am I going to take from you that's going to carry me on later in life? Imagine turning up to a date and you sit across the table from the person you've turned up to meet and suddenly your phone goes, Suddenly, a text pops up and you kind of deal with it. And, or the person on the table next to you, you're kind of looking over thinking, oh, they've ordered something delicious there. That, that looks rather nice. Oh, look at that. Well, look what they're doing. Oh, let's listen to their conversation. Wow, that's tasty. You're there. You've turned up to your date, but you've not made yourself available to the person. In fact, you're doing everything else other than making yourself available to the person who you're sat across. 
There are many times in our life when we can say, I'm here, but I'm not available. And as followers of Jesus, it's really important to recognize that sometimes, sometimes, we can slip into that mentality with God. We can say, I'm here at church. God, I've, I've turned up to life group. I'm here at youth. I've turned up to the prayer meeting. And you and I can be in all the right places at all the right times, yet not make ourselves available to God. Because you and I, we have been called to do more than turn up and say, I'm here. You and I, we are called to be a here I am people. You see, here I am is more than turning up. Here I am is more than just being there. Here I am is being available to learn. It's being available to listen. Here I am is responding and being available to act. Here I am is a position of our heart. And the Bible tells us that God is looking for men and women who will worship him in spirit and truth. In fact, he's saying God is actively, he's continuing to look. His eyes go across the earth, up and down, looking at the hearts of men and women. And he's looking for those of us who will say, here I am, I am ready, God, for what you have for me. God is not looking for a I'm here people. He's looking for you and me to say, here I am. God has a plan and a purpose for each of us. But sometimes there are things that can stop us from moving from I'm here to here I am. And one of those things is that there's no surrender in our lives. The Bible tells us that we have to die to ourselves so that we can live for God. And if you and I want a fruitful life in following Jesus, we have to die to ourselves. We have to surrender our whole lives to him. But sometimes it's not in the way that we would imagine. Henry III of Bavaria in the 11th century he was a very doubt and religious king, devout and religious king. And he decided that because of his faith, he wanted to go and live in a monastery. And he wanted to live out his days as a monk so that he could just become as close to God as possible. And so the story goes, he went to the monastery and he said to the father, listen, I feel called by God to live out a life of complete obedience. I feel called by God that I need to obey him and everything. And on hearing this, it says the father, he clapped his hands and he responded, that is wonderful news. Now go back to the palace and be the kind of king that God has called you to be. Sometimes surrender isn't giving up everything. It's being different where we are right now. And God is looking for you and me to surrender our plans and our desires and to put our trust in him as we punch in every morning and we say, here I am, God. God is looking for surrendered 
hearts. In the Bible, we read, don't we, of a man called Jonah. God has this message for Jonah to take to a people. And instead of saying, here I am, Jonah runs in the complete opposite direction. It wasn't that he didn't believe in God. He just wasn't prepared to surrender his thoughts about these people to God. And so, because of his decision to not be a here I am, we read that his life becomes significantly harder as he chose not to make himself available to God. God is asking us, will you trust me? Will you trust me? And we're not alone in making that kind of choice. As we read in the Bible, we see many instances of people who, the moment they were called, put up their hand and said, here I am. In Genesis, going to come up on the board there, in Genesis, God called to Abraham. What did he ask him? Give up your most treasured possession. Abraham responded, here I am. Later on, God calls to Abraham's grandson, Jacob. And in the moment of great fear, when God calls out to Jacob, Jacob replies with the words, here I am. And so God assures Jacob, move forward. It's the right thing to do. In Exodus, Moses, he's going about his, t- his daily job. He's looking after sheep. When God interrupted his day, and Moses immediately replied with, here I am. In the book of Samuel, those of you here in primary school, God called to a young boy. He was living in the temple. But Samuel heard his voice as young as he was, and he committed himself right there. Here I am, God. In Isaiah, when God is looking for a messenger to speak a message to the people, it says that God asks this question, whom should I send? And Isaiah puts his hand up and says, here I am, send me. And then in Acts chapter 9, Saul, he's attacking, he's persecuting the Christians. And he has this Damascus Road experience where he meets with Jesus. And as a result, he's blinded because of it. And what happens? God speaks to another disciple called Ananias and says, listen, will you go and speak with Saul? He's found me. Go and speak with him. And for Ananias, he was this man who who had been persecuting and killing Christians. And Ananias was supposed to go to Saul. But instead of turning away, he says, no. He says, here I am. I will go and do as you have asked me. And all these people, and many more as we read the scriptures, they surrendered their lives to God. The second thing that can stop us is fear. Sometimes we can become fearful What if it's too much? What if I'm not enough? What if I start something and and I get it completely wrong? Christine Kane, picture of her will come up. She was born 1966. She was adopted at birth and she suffered incredible abuse at a young age. In her teens, she gave her life to Jesus. And when she got married, her and her husband, they set up something called the A21 Campaign. A campaign where they wanted to see the end of human slavery. And so they began to rescue people who'd been trafficked. They began to set up 
special homes where people could come into and and kind of be helped through their pain and abuse. And then they set up transition homes where they could move on to to start a new chapter in their life. They, They set up special work with law enforcement officers in order to go in with them, to give them information so they would know where to go. They, they set up law, the law side, the legal side of stuff, in order that they could prosecute the traffickers. In the end, they are now partnering with 14 countries, right? Not 14 towns, 14 countries around the world in order to, to bring about the end of human trafficking. Her early life and history could have so easily disqualified her from achieving much. And she posted this recently. This is what she said. She said, I don't know anyone who has ever felt qualified enough to do the thing that God has called them to do. Trust me, it's not just you that feels this way. A God call is supernatural and impossible for us to fulfill in our own natural strengths, gifts, talents, or abilities. It's going to take God to do it through us. So if you think you're not smart enough, you're not gifted enough, you're not resourced enough, or you're not anything else enough, you are in great company like many great Bible men and women before you. You are being strategically positioned for God to show himself through you. So stop waiting, take a leap of faith, and go for it. See, Christine Kane is a woman who has grasped the truth that with God, your history does not need to define your destiny. And when we say, here I am, we acknowledge God's kingdom that is far greater than anything else. So saying here I am is presenting ourselves to God to do his will with our time, with our resources, with our strength, with our money, and with our energy. And for each of us today to know God's mission and significance for us, we have to say to him, here I am. We have to make ourselves available. And it's only when we turn up and we punch in and we make ourselves available that amazing things can begin to happen. There are people here at Life Church who have joined as Life Church has grown, and, and there have been people who have said, Here I am, use me. And this is what has happened as a result of people saying, Here I am. A community house in Latchford has been set up. An organization called The Vine helps homeless people in our town. A grocery helps to share the burden of the cost of living. There are weekly cafes where people can find friendship and serve and help. There are opportunities to mentor children and young people in their time of need. Churches have been planted. People have moved house. People have learned instruments in order to serve in worship teams. People have gone out of their way to give lifts to people and and befriend those that society wants to hide away. People have unexpectedly received money and in their availability to be used by God have given it for the church church to use. People are praying for work colleagues. Teens are bringing their friends to youth. And this is what a surrendered life to Jesus looks like. It makes a difference in the lives of other people. 
You see, saying here I am to God is being ready to share our faith. It's looking for ways to build relationships with people so that they might know Jesus. It's spending time daily with Jesus. It's talking to him. It's reading his word. It's praying for those that we struggle to get on with. It's taking Jesus into our every day, listening for that opportunity of bringing the life of Jesus to our town. Roman 12 is a great description of what it means to be a here I am. It says, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. And when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honourable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Living that kind of availability, it involves a need for responsiveness. Moses was a shepherd doing his daily work when God intervened. Moses didn't wait on it. He didn't pray about it. He just simply made himself available and he was obedient. And in the midst of your ordinary day, in the midst of my ordinary day, whether we're caring for kids at home, we're looking after elderly relatives, we're working hard at our job, we're hanging with our friends, the question we need to ask ourselves is this. Am I willing today, in whatever I'm doing, if God calls, am I willing to make myself available to him? When I walk into my place of work every day, have I already punched in with God and made myself available to be used in the life of my colleagues? Am I willing on, the, on my way to school or to college or on the school run? Or in my workplace to be a part of God's team of people, young and old, not just in Warrington, but across the earth, by punching in each day and making themselves available to be used by God. Am I willing, am I wanting to be part of a vast army of people who say, here I am, God. At Life Church, our here I am mission statement says this, we are a family on a mission to bring the life of Jesus to Warrington. And if that is what we want, then all of us need to be prepared to have our daily plans interrupted because being on mission is living a life in response to Jesus. If God calls you, he will equip you. But you have to make yourself available. You have to fully surrender and we have to say no 
to fear. I started off by saying God is actively looking for men and women who will worship him in spirit and truth. And we, and we worship God by doing what he says. God has a purpose and we have a choice. Are we willing to punch in and say, here I am? Elizabeth and Emma, they've got some punching cards. And Nick's just going to come and play through the song that we sang earlier called Make Room. And um, what I'd like you to do is this. When you, when you receive this punching card, if you can do that now, please. When you receive this punching punch card, when it comes to you, I'd like you, when you're ready, to write your name on it. If you've not got a pen, you can take it home with you. But by writing your name on it, all it is doing is it's just an outward sign to God that says, God, I am making my life available to you. I am punching in and I'm saying, here I am. I'm saying, God, whatever assignment it is that you have for me, I am telling you, I am making myself available. I am surrendering my daily plans, my daily desires in order that if you call on me to speak to a person, to go and minister to someone, to go and drop something off, whatever it may be, I am making myself available and I will obey you in it. God's called each of us to live a life of here I am. He's not after I'm here. He's after here I am. We've come to the end of this week's message. We hope you've been impacted and inspired. Keep up to date with everything that's happening by visiting our website at www.lifechurchwarranty.com.